What's up, party people? It's your boys, Brad and Skylar here. Skylar, what, what time is it? It's 8.13. It is. Uh, is that late for you? Um, I'm, I'm a night owl, so the night's just getting started for me, especially with uh, the newborn. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's near in the end for me. I've got a good hour and a half before my body is asleep. And so um, thanks for tuning into this podcast. Um, we're going to go ahead and name our fans the Tad Bods. Mm, makes sense. So Tad Poles, Tad Bods, we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, Skylar, a little fun fact about us real quick is that uh, we live next door to each other mm-hmm. and you're my brother-in-law. Um, yeah. Our wives are sisters. Yeah. And so that's kind of fun. Um, uh, I've got family on either side. We're actually three houses in a row. Um I'm the middle house. You're you're the far right house, mm-hmm. uh, and then my wife's brother's family lives next door on the left side. And so, there's like how many of us? Six, twelve plus five now. There's seventeen of us total yeah. between the yeah, a little community. Yeah, and you just had some some uh, news in your yeah right? yeah about three days ago. Um, I had my first um, little baby, little baby daughter named Kaya. So she's. Um, Kaya, uh, yeah, it that's mean, weird. It's a unique name, but we had to give her a trendy name. Um, it well, means to rejoice. Okay, um, I get it. But and it, it has a D- unique it, spelling, so all our teachers will struggle when they read it. Does out loud. it mean rejoice in in a certain language? Um, I think it is Greek. It okay. means to rejoice. Uh, do you speak Greek? Um, surprisingly, not. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we're gonna dive right into our first topic. Number one, food. Mm. Skylar, food. When I say food and kids, what are you thinking? Um, I think about a lot of junk food. Um, You're and, thinking like when you were a kid. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that pops food. in my head. But obviously right now with a newborn, I mean, the only thing, the only food that's in her life is breast milk. milk. Yeah. yeah, Or human milk. Human milk, yeah. That's what my wife would say, would say human milk. Uh, uh, my house growing up was the house that always had a gallon of Kool-Aid in a refrigerator. Mm. Did you? Um, unfortunately, my parents were pretty strict health nuts, and so there was no soda. Occasionally, there'd be a gallon of sweet tea, but no Kool-Aid. I wish. You didn't have any it. sweet drinks at all? Uh, the occasional Capri Suns. Um, those were really popular. But Oh, I, we were talking about Fruitopia the other day. Yes. I don't, uh, but my, not, not at the house. You no, would have that at school. No, my parents, they knew I was already crazy without sugar, so they tried to to keep me away from stuff like that. Yeah, me too. My parents didn't let me have soda for a long time, and I kind of understand why now. I, with with four kids of my own, if, if one of them gets just a hint, if they can... If they can see a granule, like a, just a little grain of sugar, they they freak, they freak out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one serving size of Fruitopia has 170 calories. Um, I don't know how many uh, how much sugar is in that, but man, I would eat that and a slice of pizza for lunch almost every day in high school. Oh. Strawberry kiwi. Yeah, like um, cafeteria pizza. Yeah, it's priceless. Well, I'm reading from a list here, uh, 10 healthy eating tips for kids. I mean, we're two dads wanting to help out the dad world. Mm-hmm. You're like a pretty new dad. Very new. Very new in the game. But, um, you know, I've got a, my oldest are, are six. And so mm-hmm. um, they're twins. So no big deal. Twin, twin club. Number 10 is eat breakfast. That's a tip. It's just shocking. Eating breakfast. Uh, 
I don't. I think I had breakfast every day as a kid. I mean, my kids have breakfast every day. I don't have breakfast every day, but my kids do. Mm-hmm. It seems important. Um, but honestly, I think you could go without it. I would just get them, just get them something in their bellies, really. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't much of a breakfast guy as a kid. Um, maybe a little cereal, but I was not a big fan. I was a big fan of uh, biscuits and gravy on Saturday morning. Saturday mornings were good. We, uh, my mom would make homemade cinnamon rolls. They were incredible. Okay. Well, number nine is choose healthier snacks. Uh, and it's a picture of a father and a daughter eating an orange. Hmm. And so, um, honestly, I feel like you don't really need to feed kids healthy things. Yeah. I mean, obviously when they're a baby, like they're developing really fast. And so you want to want them to have some nutrition. But once they're like three... I mean, their body can find nutrition from a chicken nugget. <laughs> I feel like I fed my kids chicken nuggets tonight, and um, I feel like they're going to be fine. They will. And, I mean, it's mostly protein, I guess. I don't know what's in those. I don't eat it, that's for sure. And they probably burn like 10,000 calories just running around the house. Oh, yeah, man. And we got the trampoline oh. installed a couple weeks ago, so now we're the house with the trampoline. Yes. And I thought it would tire them out, but I think it... it um, it just makes them a little crazier, mm-hmm. but at least it's outside. So. That's true. Number eight, drink water. Hmm. I didn't drink a lot of water as a kid. I was a milk kid, uh, just like cow's milk. And I mm. would drink up until a couple months ago. I had been drinking milk every day of my life, hmm. um, which I found out is a lot of calories. It is. Um, that was my dad too. He drank a glass of milk with almost every meal. Uh, were you, was your house a 2% or a whole... We were. Um, unfortunately, I didn't taste the the, uh, the whole milk until... I guess I'd go to the cafeteria and I'd get a cart, a little small carton of it, but at home, we did not have whole milk. But 2%. I mean, it, it's cheap. I mean, our kids just drink water. We don't give them juice or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I really not because we don't want to give them juice. It's more of like juice costs money. Yeah. And water's free. Just drink water, man. That's true. Um, number seven is grow your own. Which, that's ridiculous. I don't think you need to grow your own food. Number six, eat together. That's true. Did you eat together a lot as a family? Yeah, yeah. My, I had friends where, you know, you could go and eat in your room. But for us, the tradition was every dinner we were going to eat the table together. And my parents were pretty intentional about trying to have conversations with us. Some of us were more interested. Some of us were less interested in conversation. But it was great. Did your dad pray for the food? He did every time. Mine too. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like an older. My dad. This is how he prayed. Listen, be like, okay, guys, let's pray. Dear Lord, and we're like, was that an amen, Dad? <laughs> just say amen. We don't need to know the rest of the prayer, but geez, yeah, my dad prayed for every meal, so. I mean, at least he mumbled something and then said amen at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty important. It's kind of hard when they're really tiny and they're just squirmy. Um, mm-hmm. But it's something that we're looking forward to right now. We have them. Our youngest is uh, can reach on the countertops. And so we haven't actually all sat down and ate, eaten at the table yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have sometimes, but she's a little cray right now. And so, yeah. I think when she's like three or probably two or three, I don't know. Um, she'll I be able to sit it. at the table. She's a little messy right now. Mm-hmm. 
Number five, have fun in the kitchen. They're more likely to become adventurous eaters if they know how to cook. Yeah, I, I never, I never really ventured in the kitchen. That was mom's world for me, and so honestly, I didn't really learn how to cook much. And so the minute I lived the bachelor life, there was what do a you lot cook? Going to eat. What's your go-to meal if it's just a weekday and you're like, and your wife's not home, mm. and you're just like, man, I'm hungry. Got to cook something. It's what? What do you make? I'll probably make a piece of toast. I'll put some some jalapeno cream cheese on it, and I'll scramble some eggs and. Or I'll fry an egg and put on put it on top, but it's a pretty good, easy go to meal. Doesn't take too long to Eggs prepare. And Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just make hot dogs. That's that's my oh yeah, that's my meal. Number four, slow it down. Eating slowly is great for weight control. At any, I don't, you know, we're gonna skip that one. I don't. Yeah, you could. I don't think you need to. You eat couldn't slow. get me to slow down. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, be creative with like colors and the fruit and vegetables. Hmm. You know, I. I don't think you need to do that. Yeah. I don't think you need to be creative. I think there's too much. It's one of those things where kids, and we'll probably get there looking ahead at the list here, but it's Mm -hmm. like, you don't need to be creative for kids. You just give them the food and they eat the food. Yeah. I have so many friends that have, like, they would say, oh man, my kids are picky eaters. And I'm thinking they're not picky here. They're just, you're just not very stubborn. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my wife and I, or maybe unluckily, my wife and I are very stru- stubborn. Mm-hmm. And we'll just put food in front of the kids and say, hey, here's your dinner. You don't have to eat that, but you're not going to get food unless you eat this. Mm-hmm. And so I think they went to bed one time without eating. Hmm. Uh, and that was the last time. They've eaten everything we've put in front of them ever since. So. What's your go-to meal for dinner for your boys? Oh, it's classic. It's a frozen pizza. Oh yeah, they love that pizza. Oh, yeah, I can. I mean, I can make that in twenty-five minutes. I can have it from, from man, what am I going to make to serving it on their plates in twenty-five minutes, and it's great. Uh, I've made it to them probably ninety percent of the time. Wow. So my my oldest are six. Um, I have five-year-old and a two, and almost two-year-old, and I have given them pizza when it's just me and my wife is working 90% of the time it's pizza frozen pizza yeah and luckily they can right now it's it's a little tough I don't want to make two pizzas but they go through like a pizza plus you know so I got to throw in some some like crackers or some cheese sticks or something because now that our littlest is is starting to eat the pizza too she's she's taken down a couple slices of herself yeah, she she can go to town on some food. Oh yeah, I used to be able to snag a couple slices with when it was just the boys, but now it's, there's no way I'm eating that pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, learn when to stop. Uh, you know, this is that's important. It's the whole like uh, you don't have to force your kid to clean the plate. It's just like, hey, when you're full, you're full. Just make sure you get full. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that being emphasized when I was a kid. I don't know. I, I remember specifically when we go to restaurants. If what was a nice restaurant for you guys down in Cleveland? <sighs> it was uh, it was Cotton Patch or Chili's. Cotton um, Patch Cafe. That's about as fancy as you get. Gosh, I've been there one time. It's good. It's just I don't know. It's you're right. It's good. That's it's yeah. It's nothing more, nothing less. But if I wasn't able to finish everything on my plate. My dad would say, then you have to go back to the kids' meal. Oh, wow. So it kind of like forced me to wow. begin eating 
bigger because I wanted the big meals. I wanted to be an adult. Um, How old were you when this was happening? I probably transitioned out of the kids' meal when I was like maybe eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I really wanted Because to- most kids' meals are under 12. Yeah. Right? I just remember wanting the big chicken fried steak that my parents would get. And uh, so I had to have it. But yeah, that that was a rule. Finish everything on your plate. And you know, a lot of these places, a little pro tip for you guys, uh, you don't actually uh, have to be under 12 to order that. They just say, please, mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah. just just try to make it. Like, come on. Yeah. Make, have a kid and have them be under 12. But like, I mean, I go to Chipotle. I get their kids menu. Their kids menu. Are there little kids? You can get a meat, one meat quesadilla with rice and beans and chips and a drink. For like three fifty, something like that. They wow. raised the price of it, I think, in the last couple of years. But they probably used, found used out about you. But man, it's a great, it's a go-to. You get little carbs, you get your protein, you get your whatever the other stuff is. Uh, but that drink is where you make where you make back the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the last one. Don't give up. Most babies and young children need to try something new seven to ten times before they like it. Huh? I don't agree with that. I don't think they need to try. I don't think they need to like it. Skylar? Yeah. I don't, it's okay if they don't like it. I always tell them all the time, like, hey, here's what, here's dinner. And they're like, I don't like that. And I go, you don't need to like it. You just need to eat it. Mm. And so that's how we roll in our house. But I mean, I guess that's not everything. Um, most of the stuff that we make is, is good. But we also have a rule where like, if you say you don't like something and you've never tried it, you have to try it. Like, you can't say you don't like, you know, I don't know if you've never had pinto beans. Mm-hmm. Because you're just lying. You don't know if you like it. That is a good rule. I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah, well, we were fostering a couple girls uh, a long time ago. Um, she came to our home, and she was about, I want to say she was like four, mm-hmm. five years old. Or no, maybe she was three or four. And she, we made some mac and cheese, and she's like, I don't like mac and cheese. And I was like, there's no possible way a kid doesn't like mac and That doesn't even, I was like. You refused. You, yeah, I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you've had mac and cheese. And then she had it and she's like, oh, I like this. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you do. It's noodles and cheese. It's like, what's better than that? It didn't get better than that. Okay, we're moving on. Number two. Number two. Sleep. We're going to talk about sleep, mm, Skylar. Man. Do you remember what that's like? Uh, I do vaguely, but I haven't, I didn't appreciate the sleep I got until these, these first two days. Um, so the first two days we got back from the birthing center and, uh, we got, oh, you guys went birthing center. We did. That's so granola. I know we're, we're trendy. We wanted to, you know, do something, Yeah. but that was Kaylee's choice, not mine. Um, but when we got back, I think we got back at 6 a.m., the baby sleeps a lot the first day. So she sleeps. Kaya slept for like four to five hours on and off. Um, and then we got to nighttime and she was like, I don't want to sleep. And uh, the minute we we put her down on the bed, she'd just cry. And so we're literally just trying to feed her, trying to soothe her. Nothing's working. And next thing you know, it's like 5 a.m. And, and I'm like, mm. I'm on the verge of... Mm. just like falling apart. Um, but then mm. she, she, I think she wore herself out from all the crying 
but I got maybe a couple hours of sleep and then she decided to go around to the next night. And so you don't value sleep until you don't have the option to sleep um, yeah. with kiddos. So, yeah, you'll get past it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. She you'll did get, better. You'll, you'll be stronger because of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did better last night. I think now that she's got. You'll be mentally stronger, but physically weaker. It's <laughs> <laughs> really slowly physically beaten down. Uh, we got some sleep rules here. Just three. Okay. Um, number one is follow routines. I like this. That's true. I like following routines, especially with kids. Creatures what of was, habit. What was your routine as a kid that you remember um, going to bed at night? Yeah, we, we went to bed pretty early. Um, like I remember, I think the latest I could stay up, even when I was like in high school, outside obviously weekends was like maybe 10 or 11. Um, but as a kid, I mean, we got to bed pretty early. and uh, But I was a I was an early riser though. I remember specifically getting Ugh. up 5 a.m., 6 a.m. to watch cartoons. and, uh, big, and Just our, you? Or would you wake your parents up? Um, They would, I think, I don't think, I don't think I would go in their room, but I just remember being excited to be up early every morning. That's not the case anymore. But uh, yeah. for some reason, well, I mean, cartoons, I cartoons back then, I mean, it's like waking up to Sports Center now. Oh, it's awesome. You know? But Especially I, when you tune in right into the top 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Or worst... Worst plays. Yeah. It's always fun. Fridays. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I don't remember having much of a routine as a kid. I think I would just like go to mm-hmm. my room and. Yeah. I just don't remember. Did you have a TV in your room when you were a kid? When I was a little kid, no. I probably had a TV starting like in high school. Okay. And so. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember where the TV came from. Mm hmm. But. Yeah, I used to make a ton of videos like with friends and make stupid videos and nice. we'd watch them on there. It had like a built-in VCR, no big deal. There you go. Um, keep a consistent bedtime mm-hmm. is on here. Yeah. And, and we love that here in our in our house. We always, although we're not as strict on it now. I mean, the, our boys, we tend, so our littlest, almost two-year-old girl will probably she's in bed by 6.30. Our mm-hmm. boys were just kind of feeling out. If they're like pushing the limits mm-hmm. and they're just like going crazy, then they're going to bed at 6.30. But sometimes if we're, you know, feeling a little graceful tonight, just a little extra grace, then we'll let them stay up till 7. Mm-hmm. But usually 6.30 or 7, they're they're down. Do you like having the, the evening time before you go to bed to kind of relax after you put the kids down? Oh, yeah. Man, once you have... Once you can get your, I mean, once your kid sleeps through the night and really, I just don't get these people that have their kids that go to bed so late and then mm-hmm. you don't, you don't even have time at night to be with your spouse or even just like not with kids. It's like mm-hmm. you just have kids all day, which I feel like would drive you insane. It would drive me insane. Yeah. And so we, we put them at, to that. Well, they need a lot of sleep. I mean, kids need a ton of sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting probably 12 hours of sleep. And so, wow. um, but yeah, we enjoy it. When they're down, it's just like, take advantage. We're like, you know, playing games or hanging out with you guys. Mm-hmm. We'll go on walks. Um, you know, I think that's just important. If, if your kid didn't go down until 10, I mean, how late are you going to stay up? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know many people with kids that are just, 
you know, staying up late. And when I say late, I mean like midnight. I feel like most normal humans with kids, at least somewhat healthy, mm-hmm. are probably that 10 to 11 at yeah. the latest. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it might be 10 past 10 o'clock and we're watching, you know, we're on episode six of Tiger King and mm. it's like, man, we we need to finish episode seven tonight. We're willing to stay up till about 11.15. And so mm-hmm. we'll do that. But no. uh, it is nice having that time. It's, Again, I, I just don't know. I, I feel like you do need to be consistent with kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have a triple bunk bed. Um, That's amazing. Which was, I mean, amazing in some ways. But um, our kids just like to party and they just want to hang out all night and talk. And so um, I almost don't care what they're doing in there. I just need you. I just need them to be quiet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly when they go to sleep. Sometimes we read them a story or something and I can see mm-hmm. one of them is just almost always asleep by the time of the stories end. No. But sometimes they're up and it's like, I don't even care what you guys do. You guys could not sleep all night. Mm-hmm. I just need you to be quiet. And so mm-hmm. we have hit, um, we're like basically a week in to our kids not waking us up in the morning. And so that's oh, wow. been, yeah, it's, I think we're there. I mean, it's been a week, so Normally we've had like two or three day stints and have believed in it, but you know, a week, that seems like a habit. And so it's been wonderful not having to be woken up by them mm-hmm. pretty early in the morning. But yeah, man, I love uh, putting them to bed and reading them a little story or something, asking mm-hmm. them questions and talking to them. It's always fun. I tend to do that more than I try to like take bedtime from mama so I'm just like I'll put all the kids down mm-hmm. maybe if there's a night where I'm just like ugh, just kind of not feeling I'll be like can you put the kids down mm. um, sleep rule number two soothe babies swaddling man you know how to swaddle yet uh, yeah, I'm in the process of, your swaddle of learning um, I am just Kaylee, Kaylee obviously knows how to swaddle do you have one that can velcro yes that's great you're already ahead of the game yeah, so she's it, we we got a I'm learning it. It's it's a it's difficult because right now she she enjoys having her hands out. She does not like feeling oh yeah, locked in. So the minute uh the only time is if she's just exhausted cuz then she won't fight it. But if she's got any ounce of energy, she's getting her hands out. And yeah. uh But yeah, it's 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 an adventure. And uh I'm just a little Houdini, man. They can get their Mm-hmm. We were talking about this the other night. Our our littlest, she would, I mean, we could tighten that thing as much. No, we didn't get the Velcro thing. I don't, I don't think we had that. Mm-hmm. But she would, no matter what, I mean, I could I could put handcuffs on her and she would get her hands out of there. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the deal was there, but, you know, to each his own. Um, mm-hmm. Sleep number three, prevent nightmares. How do you do that? Uh, I don't know. This is saying just avoid inappropriate movies, shows, games, which I feel like you as a normal human, you should probably try to stay away from that, especially mm-hmm. with kids. Yeah. One is a consistent sleep schedule. Okay, we talked about that. Um, comfort them when they have nightmares. Mm. Don't stay Don't stay with the child until they fall back asleep because um, you could mess up their sleep pattern. Mm. But you should coddle them and reassure them everything is going to be okay. That's good. That seems easy. And then create a faux monster repellent. Spray bottle full of water and spray the closet. And okay, that's have you done that? That is ridiculous. <laughs> I am not. Don't don't do that. Do not create a faux monster. We always tell our kids like they're like I'm scared or something. We're like, look, you don't have to be scared in this house. This house is safe. 
Um, you mm. don't need to worry about anything. There's nothing to be scared of in this house. It's just like we always tell them that our, our house is safe. Our mm. house is safe. Our house is safe. Um, but I feel like kids are going to, yeah. yeah, I don't know what they're seeing on Peppa Pig and mm-hmm. whatever stuff is infiltrating their brain that I'm not unaware of, I'm sure. But um, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's like, especially with a triple bunk bed, who knows what's, they could be talking to each other in their sleep. Mm-hmm. Something, but who knows? Number three. Number three. Okay, number three. Listen, I, there's something out that like that has irked me with parents, um, and it's them when they show their, especially when they have little girls. Oh boy! And they show their little girls. And I'm talking like, I mean, under two years old. Mm-hmm. They they like will have pictures of them or video of them without a shirt on. Yeah. And I just don't like that. I do not. Yeah. I don't think I can convey how much I don't like that, but I just, there's a person that I, there's a singer, songwriter that I, mm. that I adore and he, he posts things with his little girl without, mm. and I'm just like, dude, there are creeps out there, man. There are creeps and creepers and creepos. And I just feel like I just don't want, I don't even like sometimes when our, you know, our littlest is, isn't even two and it's like. I'm like, if she doesn't have a shirt, I'm like, get her a shirt on now. She needs yeah. to be wearing a shirt. And so just something that irks me. I mean, obviously kids don't have social media, but I, I don't really like putting my kids on social media, honestly. Really? My wife. I mean, if you if you looked at my, you know, social media, my Twitter, my Instagram, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'll post some like huge, like when we adopted the boys or oh, yeah. when, when, when Big one mom. of them's born or something, but mm-hmm. I don't. I try not to put them on social media. I just, I don't know. There's something about it. I just don't want them to blame me for anything <laughs> potentially. Now, aren't well, my wife, wife? Yeah, yeah. She she posts stuff all the time, which, mm-hmm. but I think her profile is private. You can't. You gotta be like, friends. You gotta be friends, and mm-hmm. she's just not letting anybody, you know, see that stuff. But these people, man, to put the, the pictures of their kids all over social media, yeah, all the time, and it's like I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, do we even know what that's gonna cause? I don't know. If my parents did that, and I looked back, I don't know. Maybe I'd be like, "Oh, that's cool, whatever." But mm-hmm. I guess it's just the potential of something scary. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. But it is an easy way to get likes and stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's been since I had a little newborn. It's been I didn't have much of a social media presence, but now every day I feel like there's a new opportunity to take a photo to. Well, show her off to the world. What you need to do is put your support page up right beside those pictures and be like, "Hey, look, here's my little baby." If you want to, if you want to support support her her financially, (laughs) you want to support her financially. (laughs) Go ahead and click this link. Mm. That would be interesting. Uh, This one is saying prioritize privacy, which makes sense. Oh yeah, with kids, you want to enforce good etiquette. I mean, really, I'm not letting my kids on social media. Yeah, I I mean, they're not getting. They won't even have the ability to have social media. I feel like maybe until like high school. Yeah. What? Well, when are you gonna get them the phone? That's really where it starts. Jeez. <sighs> when they well, get them a smartphone. Well, I mean, they're not gonna have a smart. Well, I guess what is a smartphone? All I right. Mean, a phone. A phone that you have access. I think to. we listen. They're not a sponsor, but we we have been looking into the light phone. Okay. And they, there's they they originally made a phone that just made calls, and I think it had a calculator on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
but they made a second one that can text. It can only text words. Mm-hmm. So no emojis, no oh, pictures. Wow. It can call. It has an alarm clock, mm-hmm. calculator, like some things like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know if it has like GPS, like maps or something like that. But mm-hmm. I think we're okay with the, them having that at like, I mean, I don't know, maybe middle school. Yeah, but I like, feel like that's the time when you have to call your parents, pick you up from school. But they don't need like an iPhone, friends. Yeah, you don't need it, but I feel like we're in a day and age where every kid's having them in middle school. And well, yeah, I mean every every spoiled kid has them. Yeah, but there's good kids out there. <laughs> there's a few. There's I mean, I didn't have a phone. I had to buy my first phone. My, I think Same. I had a phone a senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. But then, like it was a like I could play Snake on it. Yeah. But, and then I just, that's it. And then I bought my first phone when I moved out because we weren't that family, so. Yeah, I bought my first one, I think I was a sophomore in high school. But my parents were like, if you want to get it, you got to work and make and earn your your way to pay for it. So, but yeah. That's good, yeah. I mean, my kids ride the bus and they're, I mean, there's there's elementary school kids that are just having iPhones and like, Mm -hmm. who knows what they're watching on the bus. I mean, the bus is... Is like where the sketchy kids are. <laughs> a, I mean, my it can be a dangerous are, place. It is. It's just like a just a cesspool of just like gross and inappropriate. <laughs> yes. And what's a bus driver going to do? I mean, they they basically all their attention is not crashing. Yeah. Um, Occasionally and, yelling. There's no way I could drive a bus full of kids like that. Dude. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. God bless all the all the. They earn their paycheck the for drivers. sure. Godspeed to you. Um, one is teach them accountability. Mm. Um, accountability. Nearly 15% of surveyed high school students were electronically bullied in the previous 12 months. When was the last time you were, wow. you were electronically bullied? I, I think because um, I, remember, I remember Facebook beginning to get relevant when I was like in high school. Um, but there wasn't as much access to like cyberbullying. So I didn't ever experience it, but I did have some friends in high school who did. I had a friend that got catfished. Oh wow! Um, in, in high school, yeah. So there was a there was somebody pretending to be a girl mm-hmm. that this that your friend was talking to. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, it was a. Uh, do I know this person? You do not. Okay. But he he uh, he was he. He got connected with this girl. She was supposedly from another city and they started chatting it up and it seemed like they were talking and they were going to begin dating. And then he went to a party, just a local high school party. Uh-huh. And uh, that is when some of the guys at our high school revealed, got you. Oh, wow. And, and in front of everybody. And uh, I think he immediately, I think he, I think he, he transferred high schools. Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, it's very possible. Oh, I thought it was just I'm, like I'm a thankful. random catfish, like somebody. No, it was it was kind of just a prank. Oh that my some, gosh! Yeah, it was pretty dark. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That I don't think I could do up. that. Yeah. Were you at that party? Uh, no, I was not at the party, but I had some mutual friends that were there, and uh, I, I remember noticing that wow. the guy had left high school. I was like, "Where What's is he? What's he doing now?" Um, he's doing well. I th- okay. um I know he was he was doing some real estate work and oh, um, yeah so he's loaded. What about the catfishers? Are they how are they doing? Uh, I mean, 
they're they're surviving. I don't they're think surviving. Any of, I, I don't think any of them are just thriving. I mean, wow. But talk about a tale of two worlds right there. I mean, yeah. So you definitely want to. You, you almost want to get. Honestly, you almost. I mean, that probably changed that guy's life. It did. I mean, it's he's that's definitely talking about it in recovery. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That's coming up on the list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that's a talk with the wife. You know, mm-hmm. hey, before we get married, you need to know. Yeah. That I was catfished. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Yeah. That's pretty impressive that some high school kids could pull that off. Yeah. Extensive work and take photos and yeah. Wow, even photos. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No. This is saying set time limits. So hmm. I guess it's kind of like saying yeah, my, if they're going to be on it, just uh, this my, is saying 15 minutes mm. or one hour a day. My parents had that. I remember uh, when it, it wasn't for, I think it was for the computer, just using the computer video games, they had like a timer and it was like 30 minutes or I think it became an hour when I got older, but I was thankful for it now because I think I'd, I never had the temptation to kind of just get lost and and like spending like six hours on the computer yeah. playing video games which is tempting when you're a kid and there's nothing to do yeah you know? so you can just you can drown get drown drown yourself in that so oh, yeah this is something good in this article is saying just it says start early but it's saying even if kids aren't on social media uh, many of them are online i mean even our kindergartners are online doing work and man uh kind of some like game things that they they learn accounting and stuff like that crazy um they uh let's see in my experience kids aren't being informed about instagram and other social media apps from their parents they're learning those from their friends peers older Uh, siblings makes sense other influencers so it's important that you take an active that's a good point Mm -hmm. i wouldn't even think to ever be like sit my kids down and be like hey this is instagram let Mm -hmm. me tell you what what this is? Mm-hmm. So I might end up doing that. Yeah, it's a good good call there. Yeah, I'm gonna put the links to these uh, articles that I used in, mm-hmm. the, in the show notes. But it's good. I'm gonna we might have a little talk, but just to explain, hey, look, this is what Twitter is. I definitely want to be like the first one to tell them about stuff, like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So I think just even social media, it's like, hey, this is you know this is what we use it for. This is we put pictures of you know, people that we allow. Mm-hmm. But then you got to tell them about like the dark side of things too, right? He's, yeah. You um, can't be afraid of that conversation. Yeah. Well, that's great. When, when did you get a, uh, you said fa- you had Facebook in high school. Yeah. I think I got it. My, I want to say, my did you have MySpace? Were you in the MySpace era? I did. I got that in, I think middle school, maybe seventh, eighth grade. But then I got Facebook, maybe my sophomore freshman, sophomore year um, of high school. And uh, I wasn't, I didn't have like my own computer so or laptop, so I didn't use it too frequently. But I remember it just taking off as like a way that people stay connected, oh, yeah. post their thoughts, let you know if they're in a relationship. It was a big deal. Um, but that was just the start. I mean, now there's like four social media apps that kids can get really connected in. I mean, you got Snapchat, Instagram, um, TikTok, TikTok is blowing up right now. It is. Facebook's kind of old news I'm now. I'm tempted to get on TikTok, dude. It's, I just start to learn how to do. It's, so, do you know how it works? Do they show you how to do the dance moves, or you just do? How do they know? 
<laughs> how do they know how how, do they, how does everybody know what the dance is? I don't know. You don't know. Okay, well I thought you did. <laughs> Cuz you're like a, a, a Mr. Dance guy. Yeah, I'm not a TikTok guy, though, I'll tell you that. Okay. Not a TikToker. But I have a buddy that's experimenting. He's trying to oh, I know, make it big. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's and I would say experimenting is is a light <laughs> a light term uh, for what he's doing with it, but um we'll see how long that lasts. But yeah. I don't know, TikTok's cool. I mean, it's dancing. That's fine. I guess there's probably like some sketchy stuff going on in TikTok. A little bit, but there's a lot of like, I mean, I, I've seen there's a new thing where people will make a meal on TikTok and it's like, it shows you quick way to prepare a meal. And like Ooh. some of them get like millions of, of followers and they make money off of it. So like there's actually huh. some some ways you can make some passive income off of it, oh, which is what my, I think one of the reasons why one You're, of my friends yeah. is... <laughs> Currently experimenting. Is he has he made any passive income yet? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, he's he's growing in the amount of views, but that's good. You gotta you gotta get more than views to uh, make money. Well, he had a, something viral the other day, so mm-hmm. or somewhat viral. So he's yeah. he's probably above the average. You could say that. That's that's generous. We'll, we'll see. But but I mean, how do you see his? If you don't have TikTok. Um, can he, you post he, your TikToks on Instagram? Is that how that works? You can send a TikTok link through like a text message and oh, then okay. you can open it even if you don't have a TikTok account. So he's, he's sent me a few and then, and then obviously all the, I'm, I work on a college campus at University of North Texas. I mean, everybody's got one. They're always showing me new videos that are either funny, entertaining or, or like, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's all right. Well, that was an invigorating conversation. Can't wait to talk about the next episode. Um, but remember that we have an email address, mm-hmm. twoaveragedads at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and locked that one up for us. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I hope nobody has two average dads at gmail. That would be pretty annoying. Um, but we got it. So send any questions. We're going to take questions every episode. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, we got more more uh, hot topics coming up, mm-hmm. but and then we're on Instagram. Yeah, give Search. us a follow. Yeah, give us a follow, comment, leave us, DM us some questions. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we'd love Let's, to. We'd love to answer questions. Oh yeah, especially anything about parenting. I mean, you've got what two, three days on your shoulders. Yeah, I'm pretty experienced. I feel like I I've mean, you're more experienced taking than, lost rides. You're more experienced than single, single guys without kids. That's valid. It's valid. So, I mean, and then I've got, what, six six years, which feels like 100, you know, with, with four <laughs> kids. I think with four kids, it, you know, it's just kind of like, people with five kids are probably make fun of us, but. Oh, yeah. And we make fun of people that have three kids mm-hmm. when, when they complain about three kids. Mm-hmm. So, this is, the worst is when you have one kid and you hear somebody complain about <laughs> one I'm like, ugh. It's not even, like, you just lose respect from, from our house if you I'll, I'll try not to complain too much in front of you, Brad. Yeah, it's going to be all right. But, hey, remember, give us an email. Follow us on Instagram. We'll see you guys soon. Later, Gators. <laughs> <laughs>